two, three, funk it. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the whatever you want to call of or uh okay, Marky's up of how to pronounce it, y'all. Sorry, I said uh, but welcome back to the another rendition of the whatever you want to of not uh oh my god, I'm messing up again. Okay, y'all, let me let's see if I can start off again. Okay, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the. Whatever you want to call a podcast with your boy, <laughs> Marquis Nash. Yeah, I got to write this out. Yes. Okay. Okay, I got to write, y'all. Okay. I just had to make sure I was right because I always mess up and then people people be confused because I talk so fast sometimes. So I'm trying to pronunciate my words now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that. But, yeah, like I said, welcome back to another episode. I'm going to do part two of my, of the, it ain't really a series, but it's really like a, it pretty much is a series if you really want to say it like that, but it's part two of my, of my offense, offensive and defensive breakout stars for the 2021-2022 season of the NFL. And this is going to be 17 through 32, because I did one through 16, uh, the, my last podcast, so I'm doing 17 through 32, so that's the rest of them. Um, so let's, let's get right into it, baby. Let's get it right to it. We got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. We got, I said, my breakout stars for that this year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are Antonio Brown and Leonard Fournette. So for me, I feel like Antonio, I believe, I'm not, I don't feel, but I believe that Antonio Brown didn't really have a good, I mean, he had a good season last year, but he kind of was like, reinserting himself until back into relevance. And now I think he's relevant a little bit more than usual. I believe that he's going to – I don't think he's going to get – I could – the thing about it with Antonio Brown is I could see him getting a 1,000 yards this season if it's the right situation. But I can see, also see him only getting – I can see him not getting up unless he – unless Tom Brady retires in the next couple years, I can see him getting almost a 1,000 yards receiving somewhere else. But I don't, I don't see him because it's crazy with Antonio Brown. He has a capability of getting a thousand yards in a season, but I just think the way his career is panning out, I don't think he's gonna get another thousand yard season like in his career. And I, I, I might be wrong. I might be totally wrong. He might this might be his breakout year, which I also said this is this, he's one of my breakout stars for this year. Uh, I believe. And the same way for Leonard Fournette, he really haven't had a career where he had a couple. I think he only had a one or two seasons where he went over a thousand yards receiving. So for me, I believe also Leonard Fournette. I can see him doing it somewhere else, but not in Tampa Bay. Or even if it is in Tampa Bay, I don't see Tom Brady being like the quarterback at the time. I, I believe Tom Brady's going to retire in the next two years or so. He's we he's saying that he's going to play until he's fifty, but I don't see him playing until he's fifty. I mean, I see him playing until he's about like. 
until for the next two years, I don't see him playing. And I might be wrong. He might he might do some amazing and play until he's fifty, which I mean that's gonna be a that's gonna be amazing. But I mean I see how long he lasts with that. But until Father, because Father Tom is gonna catch up with everybody. Father Tom catches whatever catches up with everybody, and eventually it's gonna catch up with Tom Brady. Tom Brady, of course, he doesn't want to believe it or he doesn't want to want it to happen. I, I mean, but it's gonna happen. And for me, I going on with Father Time, um, the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I mean, Father Time can didn't caught up to seems like it didn't caught up to Carson Wentz already. I mean, he didn't got two injuries already, and the season didn't even start. He had an injury already. A when the season ended, ended injury, but it's pretty much he's gonna pretty much be out for twelve weeks. Twelve weeks. So that's that's not 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 twelve weeks, but he's gonna be out for at least twelve games. So. For me, it's just I don't know, man. Carson Wentz, I always thought he was a great player, but I just knew that he's injury prone. Like even when he was, even excuse me, y'all, I burped a little bit, but um, even when he was with uh the Philadelphia Eagles, I just felt like he was not. He he was a he's a good quarterback. I'm not gonna lie. When he's healthy, he's he's probably top ten if he's healthy. If he's healthy and Playing well, he's top ten for me. He's not top five, but he's top ten for me. But he just cannot stay healthy for the sake of it. It just he cannot. And they have an injury problem right now. I believe, of course, it's probably going to be somebody else for the Indianapolis Colts uh, as a quarterback. But I can see a scenario, a scenario where Brett Hundley, the former Packer, is uh, is the quarterback for the team right now. I mean, it's. It's a great time for Brett Hundley to come back to relevance a little bit. And also, speaking about relevance, Jonathan Taylor also is one of my breakout stars for the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, he's relevant. He's super relevant. He had a monster year last year, a great year last year. And I think he's going to capitalize capitalize on that also. And Jonathan Taylor is going to have about – he's going to have – uh, if he didn't last year, he's going to have another 1,000-yard rushing season this year. And speaking about having an amazing season and rushing season, Alvin Kamara, my next team is the New Orleans Saints. We have Jameis Winston and Alvin Kamara as my breakout stars for the New Orleans Saints. Jameis Winston has really, like he's it's pretty much he has a career. He's he's had a 30 for 30, not in a good way, 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns. Not really good, but I mean I believe that he can Turn his turn his turn the tide around and be a, a average. I'm not gonna say he's gonna be a great quarterback, but he could be an average quarterback in a division they have with the Saints. I think that same division. I think the same division that I think the Cardinals are in that division. The Seahawks are in that division. I, Cause I'm thinking he's in. They're in the NFC South, so I think the Saints. Let me check my research department. Who's in that division? Um, let me check real quick. Let me check. I gotta make sure because I'll be I, sometimes y'all I'll be forgetting who who's in their division in NFC South. Um, see, uh, let me see. So the NFC South, yeah, they have the NFC South. They have the Saints, the Panthers, the Falcons, and the Buccaneers. So yeah, they're the only challenge they really have is the Buccaneers. The Falcons are gonna be a Falcon. I mean, they're gonna be Matt. Speaking of about the Falcons, I'm gonna talk about the Falcons a little later, but. Yeah, the Panthers are they're gonna do pretty good. They have a good quarterback in um Sam Darnold, which I'm gonna talk about a little bit later too, also. But um yeah, I, I they're gonna the Panthers are gonna 
be pretty average. They're not going to make the playoffs. The Atlanta Hawks, I mean, not the Atlanta Hawks, but the Atlanta Falcons are not going to make the playoffs this year. So the only challenge, like I said, the only challenge they really have is the Buccaneers. And I don't really think the Buccaneers are going to go 13-3 and again. I think they're going to go like 10 and like – they're going to be I, – I, I can see them being – and the thing about it is – the thing about with teams like them, no matter if you bring back the players, all the players or not, it's just the simple fact every season is different. It's sport, That's the thing about sports and why I love sports is because no matter if you play football, basketball, baseball, soccer, tennis, or whatever – it's the, every season is different. Every year is different. It's never going to be the same champion. That's why football is so hard to play. That's why when I believe that the NFL is harder than the, the NBA because the NBA is really – you. it's injuries affecting it, but it's a lot of guys that you – it's a lot of things that can happen in the NFL that can change a whole a game. I mean, with the foot, with basketball, it could be one or two. You have, you have your best player – Go out and you still can probably win a win a win a game. And you think about this, you got to realize it's a whole series. So it's like you can lose the first two games in a in in basketball and you can still win the series. You can it's just, it's possible. You can go down three one and still can catch up. I mean the Nuggets for crying out loud did it last year in the bubble where they went they're down three one against two teams and caught up both times. They lost eventually, but it's possible it can happen. With football, it's like you lose one game. It's like okay, that's you're over. It's it's a one and done. So it's eight, there's not no okay. Well, we got silver lining. Or we got one more game left, or it's only we're only down one zero. It's like you lose a game. It's like you're it's over. It's not a silver lining. It's, it's not any silver lining behind it. So for me, it's I believe that it, the NFL is harder, and that's just I'm thinking to it. We can debate about it, and if you want to debate about it, if you want to chat about it. You can go to my Twitter at Marquise95Sports, M-A-R-K-E-S-C. That's my Twitter and my Instagram handle. My Facebook handle, you can go to the whatever you want to call podcast episode. I mean, not episode, but whatever you want to call podcast. Facebook page. And you can tweet about it and tweet me about it. And we can argue about it a little bit. Longer. We can chat about it because that's my opinion on, on what, what, what sport is more difficult to win the big one or win the championship or the ring or whatever you want to call it. But speaking about rings, we got Lamar Jackson. I mean, he could possibly could win a ring or win a Super Bowl this year. Um, we have, well, like I said about Alvin Kamara. So let me go back to Alvin Kamara because I went ahead a, a little bit ahead. But James Winston, yeah, he can he can do some big things this year if they can stay healthy, if the Saints can stay healthy, and their defense is pretty good. This year, I mean, we got uh, Cameron, Cameron Jordan is still there. So with that man there and they got a nice defense, I, I truly believe they can. And hopefully uh, Michael Thomas can come back. And if Michael Thomas comes back, they're really going to be good. So I, I believe that they can make the playoffs with that team they have, especially with Alvin Kamara. And then let's, let's go to the Baltimore Ravens. We have Lamar Jackson, J.K. Dobbins, and Marquise Brown. So I I picked these three guys for a similar reason because these guys I feel like they have a little bit of chemistry. They've been playing with each other for a while, especially J.K. Dobbins and Marquise Brown. They came in and I think they came in in the same year, but the same year. I think last year they came in and as rookies last year, and I, I believe Marquise Brown has a good has good chemistry with Lamar Jackson, and I believe that's going to be a good tandem. That's going to be one of the best quarterback wide receiver tandems in the league. 
I truly believe that that's going to be one of the best tandems, quarterback wide receiver tandems in the in the in the league. Lamar Jackson, uh, you hear it first here. You, you heard it first here. For me, Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown is going to be one of the, I'll say top five wide receiver quarterback duos in the in the NFL. And J.K. J.K. Dobbins, uh, yes, uh, yeah, J.K. Dobbins is going to be right there behind him. As I think he's going to average about. I think he's going to probably get like 800 yards, 800 to 900 yards rushing this year. I can see that happening. And then the Arizona Cardinals, they have some new uh, blood in the Cardinals system. We have A.J. Green and James Conner. Okay, so I believe A.J. Green, he had he had a good career with the Cincinnati Bengals. Cruz is crazy because he has a good career. He's a good wide receiver, but he's getting enough in there where he needs to just win a win now. Or he's going he's gonna to be all believe AJ Green is going to be a, a Hall of Famer, but not a false first ballot Hall of Famer if he doesn't get a ring. And for me, I, I think this they the Cardinals have a good chance, or the Arizona Cardinals have a good chance of winning the Super Bowl this year, especially with, like I said, their division is, I think they're the same division as the Seahawks, and the Seahawks are good, but their defense is always suspect. Their defense is always up in the air, and, that, and, and that's the reason why I believe the Seahawks are going to lose a division this year. And that's one of my bold picks for this year is the Arizona Cardinals are going to win a division and go to the Super Bowl. I'm not going to say they're going to go to the Super Bowl, but they're going to win that division. Because the Seahawks, they really haven't improved at, at all this year. Their defense still looks suspect. They really haven't had – I mean, Jamal Adams is great, but that's only one person. You need – and they lost a lot in that uh, in uh, this offseason with the uh, – I think what the, what the brothers – I forgot the brothers and twins, but – you know, y'all y'all knew who I'm y'all knew who I'm talking about. The Griffin brothers, Shaquille Griffin and um the other brother. They lost both of them. And I believe the I'm the one with I'm sorry, I don't want to be offensive, but the one with both is in I think he's the one one of the best I I believe he's one of the best corners in the game. He's just not getting recognized. He's one of the most underrated corners in the game. And I I think that was a big loss for the Seahawks. And I, I looked at the draft, they really didn't really get anything like that. In a draft regarding second a secondary, and I mean their D line is still a little shaky. I gotta see the see. I gotta watch their the, the season to see how the Saints. I'm mean, not Seahawks Saints, but the Seahawks are going to do. But for me, that's where I feel about the Cardinals and that their whole division. And then speaking about division, we have a lot of division. I mean, not division, but <laughs> it was a lot of division in L.A. So what L.A. did is they traded Jared Goff. To the Lions and the Lions got uh what's their name? The Lions got Jared Goff and the 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 LA uh the Clippers, but the LA Rams got uh what's his name? Matt Stafford, which is a good trade off for both teams. But the Detroit Lions, that's why I believe Jared Goff and Jamal Williams and Jawan Miles is gonna be the breakout stars for this year. Jamal Williams was a great quarterback. I mean, not great quarterback, but he was a great running back for the Packers, a great blocking quarterback for the Packers and I think that's going to be a big plus for Jared Goff because Jared Goff he had a lot of sacks in the past year they had a decent offensive line but Jamal Williams is going to be a big plus for him a good he first of all he, he can run between the tackles he runs tough and on top of that he can come out the backfield and block for you so it, it just I believe that that's going to be a big plus for Jared Goff and Jawanamo Allison, I saw him play with Green in Green Bay, obviously. But Jawanamo Allison, he's going to be one. 
I th- I can see him getting about seven to nine, seven to eight hundred yards receiving this year. I can see it. it can, I can see it happening because I mean they got great stars on Detroit Lions, but they lost a lot with Marvin Jones going to Tennessee. I think he went to he might have went to Tennessee. I don't remember, but he went to some team. But I think Marvin Jones is not there no more. Uh, Galladay is not there no more. So I think this would be a great time for Geronimo Allison to to put his name on the map. Even his name is on the map, but you can't see it like that. So I this would be a great time for Geronimo Allison to be a one of the breakout stars, and that's why I believe that he's going to be one of the breakout stars for the Detroit Lions and the Tennessee Titans. They have some new blood in there too. I believe, and that's why I believe Julio Jones is going to be a break, uh, breakout star for the Tennessee Titans. They have a great uh, receiver combo with. Julio Jones and uh, I got the other guy's name, but they're gonna be they're gonna be one of the best wide receiver duos in the league, especially with Ryan Tannehill. He's not the greatest of quarterbacks, but he's decent, and that's why I believe too that he's gonna be a breakout star for this year because because of Julio Jones, his catch radius, and also AJ Brown. That's his name, AJ Brown, and Julio Jones is gonna be one of the best wide receiver tandems in the league, and. Ryan Tannehill is going to be a recipient of that success, and that's why I believe Ryan Tannehill is going to be one of the breakout stars for this offensive breakout stars for this year. And also, speaking about breakout stars, we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, my breakout stars for the Cincinnati Bengals are Joe, Joe Burrows and Jamar Chase. I believe that that wide receiver quarterback tandem, Joe, Joe Burrows was my rookie of the year. Even before the season started, Joe Burrows was my rookie of the year, and I, it's sad that he got injured and he had a season-ending injury, and I hated that because he would have—he was my rookie of the year, and he was running away with it before he got injured. And I believe that he's gonna—he's gonna take advantage of that time off of, with that injury. He's gonna take advantage of that, and he's gonna play extremely well this year for the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't see them winning. winning a, a, what the crazy thing is, I slightly feel like they can win the division. But they got the Steelers in the division, but the Steelers is up to if Ben Roethlisberger plays well. And if, ben, if Big Ben doesn't play well, that team doesn't play well. So it all depends on Big Ben. If Big Ben plays like vintage Big Ben and and plays well in Super Bowl Big Ben, I, they can win the division. The Steelers are going to win that division easily. But if they're up and down, I can see a scenario where Cincinnati and the Steelers go down to the very end and has to play each other for the division. I can see that happening. And that's creating crazy things that didn't happen in, in the playoffs. And I can see that happening. But for me, um, I, I can see I, I can see Joe Burrows and the Cincinnati Bengals fighting for the division. I can see that. And that's crazy to say, but I, I truly believe in Joe Burrows and his amazing throw power and his amazing accuracy. I, and I watched a lot of him in LSU. He's really good at LSU. He was really good at LSU. And I, I, I truly believe that he's going to be one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Not yet. I'm not going to say he's there yet. But he's he's up there in the echelon of one of the best young quarterbacks in the game right now. And Jamar Chase, I, don't, that's an, I can say a lot about him. He's one of the best young wide receivers in the game right now and he's going to be t- he's going to be the recipient of Joe Burrow's amazing throws and amazing pocket presence he's going to be one of the best speaking about I talked about Marvin Jones 
the Lions lo losing Marvin Jones. I now realize what team he's on. He's on the Jacksonville Jaguars, and he is my breakout star for the Jacksonville Jaguars, along with Laquan Treadwell and Shaquille Griffin. Shaquille Griffin, that's the one else for the Seahawks. I truly believe the Jacksonville Jaguars, are, they're not going to make the playoffs. I know they're not going to make the playoffs. They're going to win probably, I can see them winning like seven games. I can see them winning seven games just on the basis of Marvin Jones' catch radius, Laquan Treadwell. I believe that he's going to have a, 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 a comeback year. He really hasn't been consistent, really. When, when he was with the Vikings, he wasn't running that consistent. When he was and he played at Old Miss, so and I know how he plays. He, I think he played on the same team as uh DK Metcalf. I mean, on the same, he was on 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 Old Miss the same year as uh DK Metcalf. So I, I know how he plays. Laquan Trevor is an amazing wide receiver. He just needs to find a team that can find a team that wants him, and he plays well and stays committed. He's going to be one of the best quarter, not quarterback, but wide receivers in the game. Shaquille Griffin. He was like I said, he was an underrated corner, under underrated in the secondary. And I truly believe that the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to be amazed at what they see from Jackson from Shaquille Shaquille Griffin. Now the Houston Texans is a little weird because I could say Deshaun Watson, but I don't know if he's going to be on the squad still. So it's with the Houston Texans, I'm kind of like just up in the air right now. I could say I want to say Deshaun Watson, but I don't know if he's going to be on the squad. I don't know if he's going to be on the Houston Texans any longer. And especially with this thing that's going on with the sexual assault. I don't know. I'm not going to speak on that, but especially stuff with the sexual assault and it hasn't got solved yet or it hasn't got settled yet. So we don't know what's going on with that. So I'm going to say my breakout stars for this year is Philip Lindsay and David Johnson, Philip Lindsay and David Johnson, Philip Lindsay, when he was with the Buccaneers, not Buccaneers, but Broncos, he was one of the most exciting running backs in the game. I I, I believe that he got a little bit outshined and and with the Buccaneers because he had Mel Melvin Gordon was there. So I believe that Philip Lindsay with the Houston Texans he's gonna get a little more he's gonna get a little bit more shine. And David Johnson he was good with the Cardinals. I don't know what happened after that. He got injured and the Cardinals didn't want him no more. It was just he almost had one of them them type of seasons where. He was a nobody, and which he was, he was a nobody. And then out of nowhere, he just exploded and was one of the best running backs in the game for like a, a good month or two. And then he got injured, or about a year or two. And then he got injured, and then he was a nobody again. I mean, not even say like he's a nobody now, but he's not like he's not really out in the lim limelight like that, or he's not really known to be one of the best running backs like that, which is crazy because he's one. He's my one of my underrated best quarter not quarterback but running backs he's an underrated running back and I believe that the Houston Texans are going to be have one of the best running back duos in the game in Philip Lindsay and David Johnson and then the New York Jets I my breakout stars for the New York Jets are Zach Wilson Corey Davis and Morgan Moses uh Morgan Moses I just really believe that Morgan Moses is one of the best players, one of the most underrated players in the game, and he's going to have an amazing year this year, especially with the New York Jets. And I feel like that culture is changing this year, and they have a new coaching. So I, and with Robert Sala, I really love him, especially when he was at Wisconsin, and now and then when he went to uh, the Jets. 
now and not with, he was with the Wisconsin Badgers, and then he went to the 49ers, and that he changed the whole defense around, and that's going to affect the defense and offense on the New York Jets. And Zach Wilson, the quarterback for the the pretty much the starter for the the week one starter for the New York Jets, Zach Wilson is going to be a a great quarterback. One of the yeah, he's he reminds me of Tom Brady a little bit. He's not really you really don't know him like that. He really wasn't the best star and where where he played at. I forgot where he played at, but I, and I watched him a lot. Of, I think I don't think it was Penn State. It was B, I think it was BYU. It might have been BYU. It was a, some school that was like worn like blue and white. I think it was BYU. It might have been BYU. I don't know. I don't, I'm, I don't remember, but I would, I remember watching him a lot. But Zach Wilson is going to be one of them type of quarterbacks. And you know, I know how Tom Brady is now. That's what I can see. Zach Wilson becoming, and that's just me. And Corey Davis is one of the most underrated wide receivers. He's one of he's in that range of like one of the underrated wide receivers in the game that doesn't get his credit. And for me, I believe that Zach Wilson is gonna have he's gonna I can see him winning rookie of the year this year. That's just my opinion. I can see him winning rookie of the year this year. And and people wondering why I didn't because I just talked about the Jacksonville Jaguars and people are you might be wondering why I did not not pick Tim Tebow or I didn't pick Trevor Lawrence. It could be just like okay, he probably just didn't pick him or I forgot. I just didn't pick him because I don't know. I don't. I don't see Tim Tebow making a big impact this year. I just don't see. I can see him getting about. I can see him getting about like I would say six, seven hundred yards receiving. I think he's gonna get. He's gonna have big moments where he gets. Like he has one of them games where he just can't get stopped, but I, I can't see him being like a thousand yard receiving tight end. I, and that's just me. I'm, he might surprise everybody and be one of the, the next Rob Gronkowski or something like that. But me, I truly I don't see that happening. But I mean, the, the crazier things didn't happen in the NFL. So I mean, that's just something that I just feel. But yeah, speaking about crazier things. The Los Angeles Chargers had a a great team last year, and they have a great team this year. And the crazy thing about that whole thing is Justin Herbert won the Rookie of the Year last year. And I, like I said, Joe Burrows was my Rookie of the Year, but Justin Herbert, man, he's he's one of them quarterbacks. He reminds me a little bit like a Philip Rivers type. He's like an Aaron. Rod- he's he's he has great feet work. He can he runs when he needs to. And, he, and then they have a great offensive line now, especially with their center in Corey Linsley, which I believe is one of the breakout going to be one of the breakout stars for the uh, Los Angeles Chargers. And also in the defensive end, I have Joey Bosa as a breakout star because he he has he he gets outshined by his brother. Uh, uh, what's I've got his other brother, his brother's name, but Joey Bosa, I believe that is he's going to have a breakout year this year. He's going to average about he's going to have about I can see him getting about 14 sacks this year. He's going to be one of the best pass rushers this year. I truly believe that. And also, speaking about pass rushing, um, we have the Los Angeles Rams. I have the Brothers Rams. They're going to be great in pass rushing. I mean, they got Aaron Donald back. He's a 99, 99 and mad now. So, I mean, he's pretty much going to be damn near unstoppable on, like, on the blitz. So, I mean, that's just that. But that's just all I feel about it. But. I hate when they do that too. They just put him like a 99. It's like, 
it, uh, it just it, it's unfair. It's just unfair at, at this point. But I mean, he's a great court. He's a great DN. He's a great pass rusher. So I'm, I'm not, I, I can see him. I can see the 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 Rams making a playoff this year, especially with their division. Division is not really that competitive. Uh, the exception of like one or two teams, their division is not that competitive like that. I mean, their division is pretty competitive because they're. I think they're in the NFC East, not the East. They're in the NFC, not the South. They're in the NFC, not North, East, South. They're in the NFC West. I think that's the same division as the Cardinals and the Seahawks. So they're they got like I said, one or two teams that they can that's going to give them a ride, a run for their money, not a ride, but they're going to give them a run for their money. So for me, yeah, I, that's why I feel about the Rams. The, and now Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, not man, but Matt Stafford. I believe that he's going to have a breakout year this year, especially with the new system he has with Matt, Laf- not Matt Lafleur, but uh, uh, what's his name? Godly, uh, Sean McVay. That new system that I really believe that's going to be a big plus for Matt Stafford, a new system for. Matt Stafford, he's a great thrower of the football. I I believe that he's he has one of the best arms in the game, and the, I I truly believe that he's gonna have a good year this year, especially with Cooper Cup coming back. And speaking of Cooper Cup, he's the, he's one of my breakout stars, uh, for offensive stars for the Rams. Cooper Cup, he had an injury last year, and that kind of made it, made it worse for the Rams, especially with their uh, wide receivers not being really uh, their wide receiver. That being really thin last year, especially in the playoffs, and Cooper Cup is going to take advantage of him being out for that long, and he's going to have a little bit of rest. And I truly believe that he and Matt Stafford are going to be. I, I, and I've been saying this about a lot of guys; they're like one going to be one of the best wide receiver quarterback tandems. Cooper Cup, he's one of them guys. He reminds me of Jordy Nelson a lot. He's not. He's not the fastest guy. He's not the biggest guy. But he just does his job. He just he's the guy that I'm just gonna do my job. And he has deceivingly speed. He has deceiving speed. He like I, I don't know what he ran at the combine. I think it was like a four or five, I think. But he's he has deceiving speed. He has a um de- deceiving speed. Like and I truly believe that he's gonna be he like I said, he he's gonna average of course I think he's gonna average about he's gonna get about a thousand yards receiving this year. I, I think that's just an uh a plus for Matt Stafford, and I think that's a given for Cooper Cup at this point of his career, especially with his uh the wide receivers that are surrounded around him. I, I truly believe that he's gonna be up there for like one of the best receiving wide receivers in the game. And then speaking about receiving wide receivers, we got for the Atlanta Falcons. I have Kyle Pitts, Calvin Ridley, Calvin yeah Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley. Kyle Pitts is one of them guys that he has a tight end body, but is built like a but he has speed like a wide receiver, and that's going to be very, very difficult for a secondary guy that's a guy that's a linebacker or even a safety because you really don't know how to play him. You play him straight up, he has strength. You play him with your speed, he's fast. So it's like he has the best of both worlds. And Calvin Ridley. I, I can there's a lot of things I can say about Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley is one of them guys where he's just he's um, he's amazing to see. I love to see him play football no matter where is that on where I'm at in life. No matter if he's a Atlanta Falcons fan, uh, Atlanta Falcons player, and I'm a Packers fan, I like seeing Calvin Ridley play, man. He, that man is 
explode, explosive, especially when he gets the ball in his hand. It just he does amazing things. And speaking about amazing things, <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. I almost forgot about them. Actually, the crazy thing is, I almost forgot about writing them down because I, I was I was writing all the play, players down. The two teams I forgot about was Dallas Cowboys and the uh, Carolina Panthers, and that was crazy because I I was trying to write the, the stuff down. And I'm like, oh, I forgot about one team, and that was the Dallas Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers and Dallas Cowboys. My breakout stars for this year is. Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Yelly and Micah Parsons. Now, Micah Parsons, he's one of the best. He's a hybrid safety linebacker type player, which is I think the Cowboys need it because their secondary is really suspect last year. Their their D-line is actually pretty good, and their pass rushers are pretty good also, but their secondary was a super suspect for the past three years. So Micah Parsons is a great addition to that secondary Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott really had a bad year, especially with Dak with his injury and then Zeke really not being Zeke Elliott. I mean, he's been he seems overweight. When last year he seemed overweight, now he seems in shape. So I believe that he's going to go back to turn back the hands of time and, and and play old Zeke and and, play, and rush for a thousand yards this year. And I think Dak is going to get about four thousand yards this season. Uh, I mean, not rushing, but passing with also with I think 40 touchdowns about I say 12 interceptions so he's gonna have a pretty decent year this year and then the Carolina Panthers I believe well I believe my pick for the breakout stars for the Panthers are Sam Darnold Robbie Anderson and DJ Moore Robbie Anderson I really believe that he's one of the most underrated wide receivers especially when he's with the Jets and with that familiar for Lima I messed up, y'all. I'm sorry. With that, uh, for their with them with their, uh, I'm not, I don't know how to say the word. With them being similar, similar with each other, and them playing with the Jets with each other, with Sam Don and Robbie Anderson playing with the in, with the Jets with each other with the Jets. I don't know if that sound right. Don't sound right. <laughs> them playing a way of playing 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 as teammates with the Jets. That might sound better. It sound better because. I don't know if that sounded super weird when I came out of my came out of my mom pause. But um for me, yeah, I, I think with that uh similarity with them being on the same team together, I believe Sam Darnold and Robbie Anderson is gonna automatically have a good connection with the Panthers, and that's gonna help the Panthers. And DJ Moore is one of the the rising one of the most rising stars as a wide receiver in the game, and I believe that's gonna be a big advantage for the Panthers and they're gonna they're gonna be in a fight for I I don't think they're gonna make the playoffs but they're gonna I can see them winning like t- going ten and six or ten and or ten and seven I can see them doing that this year and winning like ten games because they have Sam Darnold has that capability he's really underrated because especially how he was with the Jets so that thing Jets kind of messed up everybody especially with their coaching staff and now they have a new system so that it's kind of fucked up for. It like uh, Sam Darnold, because now they have a new system. So the culture is going to be totally different now. And they might, and they mess around and just might make the playoffs this year. But I, I don't see that happening, but you never know, man. Like I said, you never know what can happen. The, the, the NFL is weird like that, where you just don't know what's going to happen. But speaking about, you know, not knowing what happened, um, the USA men won the gold medal at yesterday, which was obvious. I mean, people knew they was going to win, but, 
I don't know why people were so nervous about Team USA losing. Like, oh my God, they was losing two games and people ranked them under Slovenia. I mean, it was just stu- it was stupid. They ranked them number four under Slovenia. I mean, I know Luca is amazing. Luca Magic and all that stuff. Yeah, I know Luca's great. He was averaging triple doubles and shit. I mean, that was great. But we know, let's just say it like it, I'm just going to tell it like a T.I. it is. Uh, we already knew the USA men was going to win. Just just put it out there. We, we're we the better athletes. I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Be I'm arrogant like that. But just, just, just to put it out there like that. I mean, just put it out there. We knew the USA men were going to win. I didn't have no worry bone in my body that they weren't going to win. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm confident. I'm arrogant like that, but I don't give a damn. <laughs> I, I, I didn't have no worry in my body. I don't know. It was just overreaction. I think it was a slow news day too, and it was just like it wasn't nothing going on. They just got to make a storyline. You know, sometimes with the media, they got to make a storyline, so they have to be. Oh my God, we got to worry about is two MC Team USA gonna be on a brink of losing? I mean, it was like, bruh. And the thing about it is, they were losing, but they weren't even like they was losing bad. Like it was like. I could say if they were losing about 30 every time, okay, well, you need to worry because they they losing big every time. They were losing by like three and two and shit. They lost against Nigeria by three. It's like, oh, my God, they got to worry about them. Okay, bro. They lost against uh, the best, one of the best teams. Nigeria won against one of the best teams in, in Olympics history in the USA and won by three. Come on, be serious now. We knew, I knew, I didn't have no worry bone in my body. I knew our USA men and women was going to bring it home for us. I didn't have no worry more in my body. I'm sorry. That's just me. But, y'all, I thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Um, Thank you guys for listening to this uh, episode of the whatever you want to call it podcast. You can tune into the podcast episode next time on, I think, Tuesday. I might do one Monday, too. You just never know with me. I might do a surprise one Monday, but I most likely – on schedule, I'm gonna be on schedule. I'm gonna do one Tuesday, but like I said, you never know if some it's some big big news coming out with the NBA and the tampering with uh and the, it was some breaking news actually with tampering with uh the Kyle Lowry's Kyle Lowry trade to the the Kyle Lowry trade and it was some tampering they investigating actually uh for possible tampering with Kyle Lowry to uh Miami trade and also the Lonzo Ball to the Chicago Bulls trade so. That I might, if some breaking news come out regarding that situation, I might do a, I'm, it's a possibility that I'm going to do one Monday. So just be on the lookout for another episode of it, of another, whatever you want to call it, podcast on Monday. It's possible, it's most likely I'm going to do one on Monday, regardless of what happens. Cause I, I'm starting to do more and more podcast episodes. I'm starting to do more and more, uh, new podcast. I'm starting to have more ideas on, on regards to sports. So I'm expected to have more uh, podcast episodes on Monday. So yeah. And uh, of course I'm going to do my uh, regular schedule podcast on Tuesday and Saturdays, but for sure I'm going to have when sometimes I'm going to do Wednesday podcast episodes. Some days I'm going to do them on Mondays, but for the most part, Tuesdays and Saturdays are for sure. I'm going to do a podcast episode. If you don't see one on Monday or Wednesday, but I will, it's, it's a, it's a crazy, it's probably, I'll say an 80% chance I'm going to do a podcast episode on Monday. It's probably going to be something going on in the NBA or sports. So like it's always with the sports, 
it's always something going on. So it's always something to talk about. So it's a, like I said, there's an 80% chance I'm going to do a podcast episode on Monday. So just be on the lookout for it. And like I said, go to the, whatever you want to call a podcast on Apple iTunes, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify, or any other podcast apps that has podcasts. Or you can download podcasts. You know what to do. Uh, I'll see you guys next episode. And before I go, I thank you guys for listening. Also, like I said, go to my Twitter, go to my Facebook page at Marquise 95 Sports, my Facebook page at uh, whatever you want to call it, podcast, Facebook page. Also, y'all, I thank you guys for listening again. Love, peace, and happiness. Uh, if that means something to you, hope you guys have a good day today. Hope you guys find something to do today. Hope you guys are healthy. Don't get COVID-19 or Delta or whatever that's called. But I'll see you guys next episode. Peace.